الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا وقال الله تعالى فأما من أوتي كتابه بيمينه فيقولها أمكأ كتابية إني ظننت أني ملاق حسابية فهو في عيشة راضية في جنة عالية كتوفها دانية صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الدنيا سجن المؤمن وجنة الكافر أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العبتة من لساني يفقه قولي دول شكر الله Respected brothers respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home. The day of Qiyamah in the Holy Quran is described as Yawmuddin. Yawmuddin is the very third verse of Surah Al-Fatiha. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Maliki Yawmuddin. Yawmuddin is translated as the day of repayment. For some people, the day of Qiyamah will be a day of great joy, a day of salvation, a day of peace and contentment, as mentioned in one of the verses of the Quran, Ala inna awliya Allahi la khawfun alayhim walahum yahzanun. One is friends of Aqsa and one is friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you are friends of Aqsa, you are also the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ala inna awliya Allah, what is awliya Allah? Friends of Allah. For who, for those people who are the friends of Allah, la khawfun. They have nothing to fear. They have nothing to fear. No fear of death, no fear of cover, no fear of maidan hashr no fear of jahannam. They are the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La khawfun alayhim walahum yahzanun. And for them there is uh, no dejection at any time. At the time of death, maidan hashr Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes that event in Surah Al-Haqah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِهِ and for that person who receives his register his book of accounts his book of records of his actions if he receives it and it is given to him and he collects 
that register in the right hand subhanallah he is the winner he has achieved salvation he is from the faizin wo aadmi jo kamyab ho gaya subhanallah alazim and when the register when the book of accounts is given in the right hand to the individuals that will be there inshallah maybe may all of us be of those inshallah ashabul yameen out of sheer joy he will be so happy so happy someone uh, is not in england anyway a friend of mine in portugal he even sometimes rings me a very close friend every time he phone me assalam alaikum wali sahab khairiyat alhamdulillah make do i win the lottery <laughs> what do you say make do i win the lottery wali <laughs> sahab i'll give you 50% <laughs> well if he wins the lottery believe me you you won't want to share is money with anyone lottery is haram <coughs> not jaiz but that is what he would say and i'm sure it is just out of out of you know the relationship that you have the friendship that you have i'm sure he doesn't mean it but if someone is playing lottery it is haram of course there is no explanation of that it is haram <coughs> and out of joy on the day of qiyama he will shout everyone there is naked as i explained to you through the riwayat of hazrat aisha radhiyallahu ta'ala and he will call out for your cool how umukrahu how umukrahu in arabic come here come here come here come here all of you come here ha umukrahu ha um ha um come here read ha umukrahu kitabia read my record book subhanallah read my book of accounts my register read it the life that was given to me 63 years everything is in there every detail is in there it's got a tick excellence allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has accepted my amal how mukrau kitabia and he will say inni zanantu anni mulakin hisabia i knew that this day will come i knew one day we would have to meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kamyabi is for him So for some that day will be a joyous day inshallah ta'ala for the believers for the muslimin for all the muslims inshallah and for some that day will be a day of great uh, sorrow and grief and pain wa amma man utiya kitabahu bi shimali and for some the the book of accounts will be given in the left hand and when they receive it in the left hand they will look down sayqulu and they will cry and they will say ya laytani lam uta kitabiya oh i wish this book of accounts was never given to me walam adri ma hisabiya so i would not know of my reckoning my hisab o kitab ya laytaha kanat al qadiya i wish death would come now and it would be the end of it ma aghna anni maliya at that time in maidan hashar he will say today my wealth is not helping me maliya my money is not helping me today al-qari sab read in surah wailul likulli humazatil lumaza alladhi jama'a for those who make jama accumulate wealth 
and who are stingy, الذي جمع مالا and every time they get an opportunity, they put the plastic inside and my bank balance, bank balance, bank balance, kya wa bank balance, bank, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, Allah Akbar, stingy. Not for those who are sakhi. For those who are sakhi, Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an was given two daughters of the Prophet for being generous. Subhanallah. Zunnurain. Alladhi jama'a mala. They accumulate wealth, not only do they accumulate wealth, وَعَدَّدَهُ And they love counting notes, twenty, 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 No offense to brothers who have wealth, Allahu Akbar, Subhanallah al-Azim, I'm just making a translation of the Qur'an. يَحْسَبُ If If the heart is clean, Alhamdulillah, wealth is wealth and through wealth one can achieve uh, great honor and great status if you use money in the right way. By tape recorder here, you can hear nazams, you can hear tirat, you can hear bayans, you will be rewarded. You will seek knowledge. But on the contrary, you want to hear music and you want to hear songs, then that cassette player is just a cassette player. It's how you use it. The money Allah gives you, it's how you use it. It can take you to Jannah, it can take you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all and that will that will take us to Jannah insha'Allah ta'ala وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِشِمَالِ فَيَكُولُ يَا لَيْتَنِي لَمْ أُوْتَ كِتَابِيَ وَلَمْ أَدْرِ مَا حِسَابِيَ يَا لَيْتَهَا كَانَتِ الْقَاضِيَ مَا أَغْنَ عَنِّي مَالِيَ Today my wealth is not with me هَلَكَ عَنِّي سُلْطَانِ My status is wiped out all the titles that were given to me, all the titles, so and so, Fanadmi. He has got such and such qualifications, everything is wiped out. Halakani Sultani. And he will be there looking down, crying. Allah will say, It is no time to cry now. Too late. Allah will command the angels. Grab hold of him and handcuff him. Khuduhu Fagullu. Handcuff. Handcuff. He will be handcuffed. And handcuff not dunya ki handcuff. Handcuff of Jahannam. Only Allah knows how that will be. May Allah save us. Khuduhu Fagullu. Summa al Jahima Sallu. Summa fi silsilatin zaruha sabuna zira'an fasluku. And the translation is an incredible translation made by Aisha Bouili. The translation she does is that padlock, Allah will say, padlock him to a chain which is 70 yards long. Padlock him, that person, to a chain which is 70 yards long. What will happen to him? And on that day, when the book of accounts is given to him on the left hand, he will try to take control of the left hand and he will want to push it in the right hand. That I should change it. I should go in Jannat. I should change it. But he will have no power over his hands. As mentioned in the last session, power of the body, control of the body is in dunya, not in the hereafter. In the hereafter, Allahu Akbar, the mouth will be sealed. Total obediency, the fingers, every hair 
will obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once it comes in the left hand, even if he tries to push, there is no way. That is why on one occasion, Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam saw a person eating with his left hand. Like the English people do, fork and knife. They hold the, the fork in the left hand. And they hold the knife in the right hand. So, you, you're cutting with the right, but you are actually eating with the left hand. Kufar, innamal mushrikun, that is according to some fuqaha, you touch a kafir, your wuzu breaks. But not according to Imam Abu Hanifa. So we're okay. Not according to Imam Abu. Some of the fuqaha, because of the taqwa, the fatawa, were incredible. Incredible. Subhanallah. So, if you do have to, in some circumstances, use the fork. I've explained that before also. You take the fork in the right hand. Zarurat ke mawke par. Just a soup or you use the teaspoon. That is okay. Zarurat ke mawke par. You have to use the fork. Then you take the fork in the right hand. Watch, watch it in the right hand. Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam preferred that. Yameen. That is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasalam. So he was eating with his left hand. And Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam rahmatullil alameen was the pioneer of Amr bil Ma'roof and Nahi anil Munkar all the time. With great diplomacy, with love and affection, he would say to a person and talk to him to the level that he would understand. Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to him very politely, Kul bi aminik. It would be better if you eat with your right hand. That person, there were all sorts of people in Arabia. That person out of pride and arrogance, that who is Absalam to tell me that I should eat with my right hand? And he said, I have no power to eat with my right hand. I can't use my right hand. Absalam got very angry. And Absalam, the words that came out, words of baddua, Absalam said, if that is what you say, then you will never have the power to lift your right hand towards your mouth. On the spot, the hands became paralyzed. That was the power given to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, to Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam, and it is mu'jiza. What is it? Well, some people are so foolish when, when they see of some scholars doing something that is not normal. Sometimes they use the wrong words. It's not mu'jiza. It is his karamat. And someone was saying that, oh, this Buzrug sits in India, but he eats the halwa of Lahore. Sits in India, but eats the halwa of Lahore. Subhanallah, what a great Shaykh he is. have you done that? <laughs> Sit in England and eat the halwa of Zambia? <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. But Allah Akbar, that is not karamat. That are jinnat at work. What are they? Jinnat. And it is a shame. It's all, jinnat only affect the Muslims. That's the problem. Anything that goes wrong, jinnat. Anything that goes wrong, jinnat. Don't take me wrong. I have full respect for that person who is the wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How can anyone reject the status of waliullah? 
Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Khaja Mu'inuddin Chishti, Sheikh Junaid Baghdadi, and all these shuyukh that were there. These were great, great scholars, great, great scholars. It is said about Mufti Mahmud Saab, that Mufti Mahmud Saab would be in India, and if there was a jinn in a person in some way far in Africa, for an example, he would be sitting there in his, and teaching hadith, and he would say, Nikal jau, get out. And it is said, the minute Mufti Sahib would say, out, the jinn would go exit the body. That is karamat, that is power. Not eating halwa as my respected brother. Allah. So we, it is important that we identify what is karamat and the miracles. Huzur alayhi salatu was salam's mu'ajizah. Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam had the control. Body parts, body organs would obey him. Was it not in Khaybar? When Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam decided to give the banner of Islam to Hazrat Ali. And he said, Ali, ta'al, come here. And Hazrat Ali said, Ya Rasulullah, I am suffering from ophthalmia, inflammation of the eye. And Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam summoned him. He said, come here at once. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to him, come and he came. And he showed him the eye. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam simply put uh, some spittle on the eye. And he was healed instantly. Straight away. Luhabi Mubarak ka dalna, ankho ke upar. Here is the eye of Ali radiallahu ta'ala obeying Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Like how body parts will obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. This is power given to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Uthman bin Makhzum radiallahu ta'ala an. He once had a heated argument with a mushrik, a polytheist. Heated argument. He got very angry. And he slapped Hazrat Asman bin Mad'oon right on the eye. And it injured the eye. And Hazrat Asman bin Mad'oon lost one eye. So when one eye came out, Hazrat Asman with the injured eye was holding the eye. And for them the greatest doctor, the greatest tabib was who? Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all shifa. Allahu Akbar. And especially there's a, a young boy yesterday we went to visit him uh, in the hospital. Muslim boy. Uske liye bhi dua kare. Allah rabbul alameen shifa usko de. Allahu Akbar. We only can make qadr and appreciate good health when we go and visit those who are sick. And great wazifa is also given uh, as mentioned that if you pray and make dham, insha'Allah ta'ala, shifa is given. Bismillahil azim, as'alullah al-azim, rabbil arshil azim, ayyashfiyak. Great wazifa. You said when the doctors pronounce a person that now he is finished. It is at that time you read this wazifa and law. Very powerful wazifa. So they came, Hazrat Rasman bin Mad'oon came with the injured eye to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Ya Rasulullah, look what happened to me. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Uthman ta'al, come here. Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam took hold of his eye. Very softly, no anesthetic. No anesthetic. Just simply pushed it back into its place. And Hazrat Uthman not Hazrat Uthman bin Affan, Hazrat Uthman bin Mad'oon radiallahu ta'ala and says that my eye 
Allahu Akbar became so perfect that in a way it even enhanced my beauty. <laughs> it even enhanced my beauty. No one was to ever notice that one of my eye was ever injured. This is the operation performed by Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu Every body part would obey Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam. Once Hazrat Abdullah bin Atiq was on a mission. This kafir whose name was Abu Rafi'ah, he had assassinated many companions. And one of the great enemies of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam said one day that who will take care of Abu Rafi'ah? And Hazrat Abdullah bin Atiq radiallahu ta'ala understood that he says, I will take care of the mission. And Abu Rafi'ah was living in a fortress, an area well protected. His house was like a castle. He was living on the top floor. In the night, one single Sahabi, Abu Rafi'ah came and he entered. And it's a long story. And he went up the stairs. Everything was dark. Bypassing all the guards that were there. The guards, when they saw him, they thought that he is one of them, the guards. That is how he dressed up. And Hazrat Abu Rafi' got to the room, uh, Hazrat Abdullah bin Atiq got to the room of Abu Rafi' And now in the dark, at night, no electricity then. Where is Abu Rafi' Subhanallah. Look at the intelligence that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to the companion very slowly in the room as if some of his close friends or one of the guards was there and saying something he said in Arabic Abu Rafi' where are you? Abu Rafi' where are you? So Abu Rafi' said who is it? who is it? and Hazrat Abdullah bin Atiq following the sound very carefully where the voice was coming from he quickly ran to that area got hold of Abu Rafi' took out the sword, pierced the sword straight deep through the stomach, cutting everything, and pushed it down until it comes that the sword came out from the back. Because he promised Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, I will not leave that area, that house of Abu Rafa, until the mission is complete. And he said that I was there holding the sword for a few minutes, making sure that Abu Rafa is finished. But Jab Tasallihui, when I was satisfied, I quickly ran out of the room. As I opened the door, going downstairs, I fell, he tripped over. And when he fell down, he fractured one of the bones in the leg. So he bandaged that with his amama, with the turban that he was wearing. And slowly, 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 slowly walked out. Some of the companions were waiting for him outside the gates. He said that I have injured my leg. I will not move from here until when the sun rises. I want to make sure that Abu Rafa is finished. He says, go and tell the companions, uh, go and tell Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the companions that inshallah the mission is completed. But he did not move. He wanted to make sure because in the time of Jahiliyyah, when one, someone great would die according to them, there were special women who would start to scream and cry, what is known as Noha. So when they found out, when the ladies found out that Abu Rafa has gone, 
early in the morning they started to scream and they started to cry and they started to sing Oh Abu Rafi, what a great man you were, Oh Abu Rafi, this is what you were, this is what you were and Hazrat Abdullah bin Atiq radiallahu ta'ala slowly slowly made his way back to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Al sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looked at Abu Rafi, Allahu Akbar and said to Abu Rafi, Abu Rafi come here, spread your legs out to me the, the broken bone in front of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. The, the muhaddisin and the people of Sira say, Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam simply put his hand over that area where the bone was fractured and instantly cure was given to him, the bone healed. Hazrat Abu Rafi radiallahu ta'ala stood up. This is the mu'jizah, this is the miracle of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying that uh, in relevance to uh, the day of Qiyamah that on the day of Qiyamah insan will have no control over his body at all that is why one of the main events on the day of Qiyamah will be that one single sajda that one single sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a great imtihan is to come in maidan hashar One single sajda. We must not forget that uh, we as human beings, as in when Adam alayhi salatu was salam was created, a test was put forward to the angels and the jinns, and that test was also connected to one, one sajda. And that one sajda made all the difference, all the difference. It divided the people of Haq from the people of Batil. The people of Jannat from the people of Jahannam. That is why Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam, whoever followed their teachings and whoever prostrated in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they put their pishani, their forehead for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, these are the people who will go to Jannat. And for those who prostrated to anything else other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they are the people of kuffar, they are the followers of shaitan so that one sajda made all the difference before Adam alayhi salatu was salam even came down to this earth and before this entire humanity takes uh, their place in whatever the manzil the last destination that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made for them inshallah for the believers Jannat inshallah ta'ala they will have to go through this system of one sajda it is said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will command the angels to make an alam وَيُنَادِي munadin, and one angel will make an announcement مَنْ كَانَ يَعْبُدُ شَيْئًا فَلْيَتَّبِعْهُ whoever worships other lords and deities that they are to go and stand in front of them go and stand with them and that is why in the hadith it comes that some will go towards the sun some will go towards the moon some will go towards the idols and there will be a jinn who will take the shape and form of Isa alayhi salam and people will say here is Isa and they will stand next to Isa alayhi salam they will say yes we worship Isa alayhi salam Isa will help us and there will be a jinn 
who will take the shape and form of Musa alayhi salam and all of them will stand next to Musa alayhi salam and there will be a jinn who will take the shape and form of Uzair alayhi salam and all of them will go towards Uzair and this massive exodus of people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says يَوْمَ يَكُونُ النَّاسُ كَالْفَرَاشِ الْمَبْثُوثِ On that day people will be scattered like moths people will be scattered like moths everyone will be divided they will not know what to do and where to go وَيَبْقَى أَهْلُ الْيَهُودِ وَيَبْقَى أَهْلُ الْكِتَابِ وَالْمُسْلِمِينَ only people that will be left will be the Jews the Christians and the Muslims everyone else will be with their own lords and deities jisko wo khuda mante the unke saath wo chale jayenge at that time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call the Jews first and Allah will say that, say to them faqala lil yahud madha ta'budun who did you worship and all the Jews at that time will say Allahu wa Musa Allahu wa Musa we worshipped Allah and Musa alayhi salatu wassalam that is why they are also mushriks because they took Hazrat Uzair alayhi salatu wassalam to be the son of God also that is part of the aqeedah Uzair alayhi salatu wassalam when they say the name of Musa alayhi salatu wassalam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will get angry and will say Antum lastum min Musa wa laysa Musa minkum You did not obey Musa alayhi salatu wassalam and nor is Musa alayhi salatu wassalam from you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell the angels to pick up all the Jews one shot pick them up and put them aside on the left hand side Al-Shimal with one stroke all the Jews at that time will be pushed on one side pushed on one side and the next group will come the Christians Christian logo kishavad when you corner them they are diplomats some of the magistrate, magistrates came yesterday who do you think what do you think of Usama bin Laden what do you think of Usama Masjid what do you think of Usama bin Laden he's a magistrate and I was perhaps wearing the wrong Amama a bit too heavy but Umar always complains that no you need that big Amama so he said to me, what do you think of Osama bin Laden? I said to him, well for some people Osama is Robin Hood and for some people Osama is Ariel Sharon. He didn't know what to say. What to say? Absolutely true. Subhanallah al-Azim. You are asking us, what do you think of Usama bin Laden? Usama bin Laden is not a verse of the Quran. We believe in the Quran. We believe in the teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, not of an individual person. We only believe in Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. 
Ask us the Muslims about Nabi-i Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa And we will give you an answer. Read the biography of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Read the biography of the companions, the Muhajireen and the Ansar. Subhanallah alazim. Read their biography. This is Islam. Judge Islam by Nabi-i Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. As Muslims, we are not in the position to give out our own verdict with respect to an individual. Who goes to Jannat and who goes to Jahannam? Al-ilmu indallah al-latif al-khabir. That knowledge is only with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abu said in the hadith, a prostitute in her entire life, she sinned. She, she was not pious, she did not perform salat. But on one occasion, she showed mercy to a dog. And Huzur alayhi salatu was salam said that I saw that lady wandering in Jannah. Allah Samad, Allah is Who goes to Jannah? Who goes to Jahannam? Who is right? Who is wrong? The criteria is Quran and the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa If it is in conformity to the teachings of the Quran and to the hadith, then so and so person is right. If it does not conform to the teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, no matter what fame or name that person has, Allahu Akbar, the decision is not right. Subhanallah. I said to him and he agreed, he says, yeah, very true. He said, talk to me about Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What do you know about Islam? Allahu Akbar Kabir. And the Christians will come now. Allah will say to them, Mada ta'budun? You can't trust the Muslim today, unfortunately. <laughs> great shame, great shame. Dunya mein jo karna ho kar le. Inshallah ta'ala. Inshallah ta'ala. Aise logo ko dunya mein hi pehle Allah Rabbul Alamin. Aisa maza, aisi saza chakate hai. Ke wo zindagi bhar yaad rakhi. Ke Islam ke saath gaddari. Islam ke saath bewafai. Uski Sazakya. Inshallah. Ye the story. Ye the story. Jasa Karna Vasa. Barna. Dunyakin. You disrespect your parents, your children will disrespect you. Of course. You disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no respect will be given to you. Hazrat Omar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and the Iman. Sorry, man. When he came to Darul Arqam and Hazrat Hamza was there. And all the companions were worried, Ya Rasulullah, Umar Farooq is here and he's got a sword in his hand and he's very, very angry, he's fuming. What are we to do? Hazrat Hamza says, Ya Rasulullah, don't worry. I will, the words are, I will kill him with his own sword. I will kill him with his own sword. Like I said to you, Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala was one man who would use the sword in both hands, very powerful, a master with the sword, a great warrior. And he was the partner of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He was a master when it came to swords, swordmanship. 
سبحان اللہ and Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says please did Umar come and open the door and the door was open and subhanallah that Umar fell down to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam victory victory for the believers he said la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah look at the jazbah and the shock and, the, uh, uh, and allahu akbar the iman that entered the heart of Hazrat Umar Farooq he said to Hazrat Hamza radiallahu ta'ala and the companions that were there as soon as he declared he is a Muslim la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah he said now let me think who is the greatest enemy of the Prophet now all the time ibadat and worship was in a discreet manner here Hazrat Umar Farooq embraces Islam he is there sitting after his shahada he says let me think who is the enemy of Rasulullah and he says oh yeah I know Abu Jahl and Abu Jahl is his maternal uncle <laughs> Abu Jahl straight away Hazrat Umar Farooq took his sword got out of Darul Arkham all the companions are saying Umar, Umar where are you going? he says I'm going to Abu Jahl Allahu Akbar and there Abu Jahl's house knock 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 Abu Jahl opens the door and he says, oh, Ya Umar, no, it was, Ya, uh, ya Ibn Ukhti, that is what they would say, oh, uh, the son of my sister, Ya Ibn Ukhti, the son of my sister, thinking that Hazrat Umar Farooq is still one of them. And Abu Jahl knew that if Hazrat Umar Farooq is with them, he's, that is very strong, strong muscles, powerful ally to have Hazrat Umar Farooq in your team and he is saying Umar Farooq what brings you here at this time and he looked at Abu Jahl he says Abu Jahl I am just here to let you know that I am a Muslim and be very very careful now when Abu Jahl heard that someone should have given him tablets for depression <laughs> Subhanallah, this is bravery. This is bravery. What is bravery, my respected brother? You sit there, you push the buttons, and that happened, that happened, that happened. Oh, you see how strong we are? That is not bravery. That is not bravery. Bravery, Wallahi Lazim. There is no race in the world today that can make muqabla of muslimin if they come one to one face to face but we are living in a technological world everything is push you press the buttons and it happens you press the buttons and it happens but face to face is there anyone Allahu Akbar Kabeerah We are the followers of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Hazrat Umar Farooq warned him and after that all the Arabs were there sitting in Mount Safa nobody at that time would have the courage to perform this Salat in Haram in Matah Hazrat Umar Farooq would, would, would go there and he would say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, looking at everyone. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. What a 
What a day for the believers. Inna fatahna laka fatham mubina, respected brothers. This is the deen that we follow. Hazrat, uh, the, the Christian will be there and Allah will say, Mada ta'budun, who are you worshipping? And all of them will say, Allahu wa Isa. We worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but we also worship Isa alayhi salam. Allah will say, Isa, antum, lastum in, antum, laysa min Isa, wa Isa laysa minkum. You are not from Isa alayhi salatu wa salam, you did not follow his teachings, and know is Isa alayhi salatu wa salam from you. Allah will call the angels and will say, sweep them out also and push them on the left hand side. They will come up. And then, we will come along, the Muslimin, the believers, the Ummat of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will say to the believers, Mada Ta'budun? Now who are you worshipping? The last, the last, the last that came to this dunya, but the first to go to Jannah. Subhanallah Allahu Akbar. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala say, who are you worshipping? And this is just a voice that they will hear. And the believers will say, Allahu. What will they say? Allahu. The question was, Mada ta'budun? Who did you worship? The answer is perfect. They would say, Allahu. Just Allah. Just Allah. When the believers say Allah, at that time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will command the angels to make another announcement. And the angel will say that now everyone that is standing, everyone that is standing, all of you prostrate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at that time the believers, the mu'mineen, the muslimin, فَيَسْجُدُ لَهُ كُلُّ مُؤْمِنٍ وَمُؤْمِنَةٍ The believers will be the first people to make their sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those who followed the prophets in the correct manner, they will also be given the permission to make sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now the mushrikeen will look at the muslims, give musulman to sajda the Christians will be looking at all the believers now. They have all gone to sajda. And they all have uh, this nur in front of them. The faces are shining. And they will realize straight away that the true God is no other God but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now they will want to imitate the Muslims. And they will want to go down to sajda. But it won't be possible. As mentioned earlier on, insan will have no control over his body on the day of Qiyamah. What will happen to that person? In the hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, فَيَعُودُ زَهْرَهُ طَبَقًا وَاحِدًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make the back, the back will become one single bone. The back will become one single bone. As in that all the joints that are in the body will be removed. All the joints. Here joints are, here wrists are joints, elbows are joints. We have joints everywhere, near the legs, kneecap, everywhere. There are joints, many joints. All the joints will be removed and it will be one single body. 
How can anyone do ruku and sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? They will try hard to come and do sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No sajda. At that time this ayat will be recited. وَكَدْ كَانُوا يُدْعَوْنَ إِلَى السُّجُودِ وَهُمْ And the prophets came to you people and invited you to make sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you were perfect and physically fit but you rejected their teachings and you never made sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and now you will pay for it. Allah ru'usakum. Allah will say to the believers, lift up your heads. All the believers will lift their heads up from sajda and in front of them will be the nur to the level of their deeds. That is why my respected brothers, get in the habit of performing and uh, praying salat regularly. Don't take Islam 20% or 30%, 40%. Be perfect. Be perfect Muslims. How long does namaz take? How long? In 24 hours, Allah, is, if you just add uh, the Fard Salat, the Fard Salat, and it takes about, say, 8 minutes to perform the Fard Salat. So 5 times 8, how many? 40 minutes. 40 minutes in the 24 hours. 40 minutes. And then you have the Sunan. Some are sunan muakkada some are sunan ghair muakkada how simple and easy this Islam is, this deen is. And if we neglect and we miss out from salat and making sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, respected brothers, a time can come that even on the day of Qiyamah, we even could face difficulty in making sajda to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is a possibility. That is why Allah has made namaz fard. And that is shafqat and mercy. We have to be regular and punctual. Pray your namaz with jamaat. And for some reason you can't make it to jamaat, then make sure you make wuzu and perform your complete salat at home. The least at home. First you have to go to the masjid. That is the least. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يُعْتِي نُورَهُ مِثْلُ الْجَبَلِ الْعَزِيمِ And when they lift their heads up from sajda for some the noor, the light will be equivalent to the biggest mountain in the world Shabibai which one is that? Everest, not Kilimanjaro no, Everest huh? but there are some mountains deep in the ocean even bigger than Everest even bigger than Mount Everest Allah and the noor will be there and Slowly, slowly. And for some the nur will be less, less, according to the level of their taqwa. And for some the level of nur will be so weak that will battery flat me. Sometimes the light is there, sometimes the light is not there. And Musa Bai has to look at the the mic all the time. It's green light now. And then when it becomes red, he, he goes back and he says, right, we have to change the batteries. You know, it's like that. Weak light. Some of them will have dim light. Some of them will have hazard lights, dim lights, weak iman. Sometimes they perform salat, sometimes they, Juma to Juma, 
Some were once a day, those two times a day, three times a day. Some was eat to eat. And if it's eat to eat, then your life will be very, very weak, brothers. <laughs> very, very weak. Uh, it is said that it will be, for some the light, the noor in front will be equivalent to the sum of the feet. Chhoti si light only. And he will be able to see. And when he walks, the light will be there. When he stops, again in darkness. He will want to share someone else's noor that will be there in front of him, his brother. But that won't be possible. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq, my respected brothers, that we follow the sharia and the hukam of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that we should uh, appreciate the iman and the kalima that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. And appreciation only comes when we surrender ourselves totally to the Qur'an and to the sunnah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give tawfiq first to the speaker. I am also Gunagar, my respected brothers. I'm just making translation for you of the Quran and Hadith. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give tawfiq to everyone. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammadin nabiyyil ummi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima. La ilaha illa anta subhanak inna kunna min al-zalimin. La ilaha illa anta subhanak inna kunna min al-zalimin. Allahumma inna nasaluka al-afwa wal-afiyyata fi dunya wal-akhira. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyika abduka Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min shari nasta'adaka minhu nabiyyika abduka Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billah. سمعنا وطانا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين